So we are recording and welcome to Youth Talk Shruti. So today we have India's youngest life coach who focuses on spreading positivity and confidence for people. And again, you firmly believe for people to imbibe life skills and soft skills in their daily life. And you're also a youth delegate at United Nations General Assembly and have been working for mental health and well-being and even for education. Shruti is the founder of Voice Out, which is a safe platform for everyone to speak about mental health. Very excited to have you here, Shruti. Thank you so much for the introduction, Vipri. It's my pleasure to be here. Here at Talk, I believe students and even kids from very young age are told that you must follow the conventional route. If you want to achieve something, you first have to set a foot in the industry, work. Yes. Sure. So, uh, of course, a very good question, Vibhavi. I think this is a must-needed question for a lot of people at this who are at my age, like you know, who are in the twenties right now. So, um, firstly, uh, there is no age bar for you to start up. There is no age bar that you know. There's no fixed schedule or a timeline that you need to be an entrepreneur only after you cross your 30 or you know you need to finish your education by 22 then get a job uh you know then there's absolutely nothing like that it has been like that priorly because the whole society believed in that and you know it was like a social acceptance letter for people saying if you have done it this way then you are accepted in the society you would get your opportunities but Take, for example, a lot of young entrepreneurs there. For that matter, I can name, you know, a lot of entrepreneurs like uh, Mr. Mohan Kishan, the CEO of my captain. There are a lot of other CEOs who have become, uh, who have come onto Forbes under 30 by their age of 27. Had they listened to the conventional method, I think they wouldn't be there, right? And I firmly yeah. believe the same. I firmly believe the same. See, life skills, soft skills, these are something which are not taught in schools. These are something which are which have not been taught at all till day. But I really want every student out there to understand what it is. For that matter, uh, a lot of them don't know the definition of what soft skills is or what life skills is. Yes, I would be glad if you can just run them over. Yes. So uh, before that, I think, uh, you know, I think these two skills that I'm talking about, these are very, very important for our daily life. So, um, so uh, before that, can I ask you something about your, uh, do you think, or uh, I would definitely run you through soft skills and life skills, don't worry about that. But uh, before that, I just want to ask you, have you ever been taught about these skills, but or uh, since you are taking the podcast now, I'm sure you have learned those skills, but where did you learn or how did you imbibe them? For me, I would say again, as you had just said before, these things were never taught in school. These were the things that were untouched by our education system. For me, I would say my mother was very much into, she is still very much into self-help. So from that, I got exposure and I've always been an avid reader. So I still remember in eighth grade, I picked up my first book, Awaken the Giant Within by Anthony Robbins. And yes, I finished that. That's a very big book. And yes, I finished that up. And that was my proud moment. And after that, I just ventured out in the world of self-help. So that was my beginning point. Okay, so that's how you started learning. So now, I would like to pull out the definition from yourself, because 
I think you would be the right person to answer this because if uh, you know if I speak on the same, it's like a softball trainer or a life coach giving it. But if you talk, it's about everybody resonating with you. Yes, right. That's... So, do you feel the ones you have just mentioned that you started reading books and you know you kind of you never learned this in the school? Why do you think, or can I say that because it's not technical, they haven't taught you in schools? I won't say so because if you actually think about it, soft skills they apply everywhere in life. Even in podcast, we are having a conversation. Yes. We are having a conversation in English. It's everywhere you go, and that's why they should rather focus more on these skills than we may never use in future. A normal person does not care in which year was this particular war happened and all that. So I won't say they are not technical since. in our life in everywhere we do need these skills that's beautiful yes so as we mentioned so far so soft skills are something which is not job related they are skills which are existing in everyday life right now whatever we are communicating communication skills it is a soft skill right yeah. so these skills are basically soft skills will help anybody in their career to grow themselves to develop themselves to evolve into a better person every day and life skills on the other end it is like some skills which every person need for their everyday necessities or for the everyday life right so life skills and soft skills don't go hand in hand but they are required for an individual to become a better person to achieve whatever they aim to achieve and for them to grow and inspire others i think these two skills are something which everybody needs to learn and imbibe I wouldn't say that it's not been taught at school, but it has been taught indirectly, not making people aware of what it is. Yes, maybe by extracurriculars through debates, like exactly. through comp- through these competitions, you learn the skill to speak, to present yourself, and all that. So yes, they are taught in some snippets and just in pieces. Exactly, for a person to be effective in their life decisions, or for them to go perfect, uh, perfect as in not the perfect definition. I'm talking about being. perfect according to themselves right all these skills in enabling confidence these skills yeah yeah should you over here also like to ask you since we now live in the digital world and every yes. piece of information is very accessible to us so would you like to share any books or maybe some youtube channel or maybe some other podcast that will help our audience to engage in life skills and soft skills more better and okay. so they can even dive deeper into this Well, so I'm not much. I'm not a person much into videos and something because I have this. Uh, I do control myself, but at times if I find find some ama- uh, interesting video, I get deviated, right? I get diverted. I yeah. I listen to music more often than listening to a video. So that's why I'm more of a book avid book reader. I only read self help books. I uh, or I read something like uh, you know, uh, you can win by Shiv Kera. Something that I would suggest. the seven habits of highly effective person yes that's that yes seven up it's on my shelf seven habits of highly effective people it's a must read i recommend that to everyone yes yes definitely so this is something that i definitely suggest people and apart from that i like robin sharma's book like the monk who sold the monk who sold ferrari yes, yes. the greatness guy when you die 
right? Mega living. So this uh, Mega Living is one book that actually helped me because it has some small activities inside the book. So when I pen down, I could actually analyze myself and you know become a better person. So I think this is some book I would suggest for people who are in their schoolings or who are finishing their senior secondary and entering their college life. Okay, I like uh, Leadership Wisdom as well by Robin Sharma. And uh, I this might sound a little different, but I also read Ramayanam and Mahabharat because that's, it gives life lessons to me. That's again, that's very important. So before this podcast, as we had our other meet, we did speak of this that we'll never find a more politically, financially, or whatever dynamic institution or any system than Mahabharat or Ramayana. Right. Yes. Uh, Think and grow rich. And then I also recommend um, Wings of Fire by Mr. APJ Abdul Karam. I recommend Ikigai. I like Ikigai as well. Uh, you know, so many of these Habits. books have. Yes, Atomic Habits is. Oh my God, I just. I read Atomic Habits a month ago, and that has been such. My life has been changed. Let's just say that. It's very. That's very it's extremely true. moving. Exactly. Yeah. I also like the 80 by 20 principle, basically. That's a very good book. Uh, the 5 a.m. club. So if I keep mentioning the books, I think the list goes on and on because I am somebody who likes reading these books. And every day, also, every time I read. Yes. yes. Also, Shruti, since you have read so many books, I'd also like to ask one very, I would say, a significant question. So I'm a person who has read self-help books and I've realized there are many books which cover a lot of ground, but they do not end up saying quite ground shaking stuff. It's a lot of that is somewhat you've already heard through society. It's just now they have just decided that they want to pen it down now. Okay. So I, are there any principles that you'd say that have stuck out from your readings? I think one takeaway from any of the books that I have read for common and self-help books. I wouldn't mention one book to the matter because I think I went down a lot of things whenever I read a book because it keeps giving me, uh, you know, uh, at times whenever I'm low or whenever I lack confidence. Of course, I'm a human being too, though I'm a soft skill trainer or coach. I do lack sometimes confidence, right? That is when I refer the right, whatever I have went down from reading the books. And that's when I refer things like that. So one prominent thing that I have kept on going whenever I read the book is, it is okay to fail, it is okay to pause, and it is okay to falter. Only when you do these things, you will you will learn better. Always when we go perfect, always when the graph, you know, I think this is a very famous, I wouldn't say famous, it's a very common thing. Even, uh, you know, even if, it's, if, the, if, even if your heartbeat is a straight line, that means you're no more alive, right? It has ups and downs. Similar yes. to it, I would say it's okay. And that was a very beautiful analogy, I would say. Yes, absolutely. Because I have failed a lot of times. I have failed even, you know, I always say, I find, but I, it, there's no point in me crying upon it, right? I think I learned from it wherever I failed, uh, be it my daily course, as in, you know, whatever I have taken decisions in the field of my education or my work life or anything as such. I did falter, but today I think those learning from there has even has made me a better person than the times I have done pretty good in the work or my studies. Yeah. Also, Shruti, since you are a life coach and this is something that has been on my mind, how do you remain consistent to being continuously engaged and being always in touch with self-help? 
how do you always remain in touch with that it's a much needed question why do we because a lot of people do ask how to be consistent because consistency is the key for success for happiness for growth and uh, keep uh, so for your question i would like to say only one thing uh the thing is uh see um i have uh, let's take any person for that matter okay what is one thing that i inculcated in myself right from 2 to 3 months itself okay i'm not saying uh, i have inculcated this from any up from for the past 2 to 3 months itself is i look at one personality i admire okay i write down few skills of that person like for uh, for example i have taken mr apj abdul kalam i admire him a lot he's my role model so i love the way he remains calm in a lot of situations i like the way he handles things the way he has become an inspiration to many students he connects at the same level with students and also with the elders so many things to look upon and to learn from him so what i started doing was i have taken apj abdul kalam sir and i said i will i cannot become like him but i can learn from what he has delivered so far so what i basically do is i keep some deadlines for myself as in deadlines that it doesn't mean if i don't hit the deadline i am a failure no as in when i can right i read at least one chapter from his book or i tried listening to one podcast of uh, you know somebody telling what mr apj abdul kalam sir has said right i keep doing myself i keep keeping myself like this busy and uh, learning from that person so i tell myself okay within one month i need to be able to at least learn 2 to 5% of what sir has delivered when i walk when i go for walking or jogging or cycling or when i kind of spend some time with myself all the midnights i'm mostly uh, uh, on listening to his uh you know listening to his videos or interviews or his speeches or reading his books so this is something i would like to say why believe that consistency would come when you start practicing it it is something that you take something that you like only then you will remain with it if i if i if you give me a fiction book i cannot be consistent because i'm not into fiction but at the same time you give me a self help book i will read it because i have the motto in myself that yes i need to read it i need to learn from it and i always look at the end goal i keep asking myself every day two questions in the morning and before i sleep the first question is what do i want to become 5 years down the line for which what do i need to do so if i want to be an entrepreneur 5 years down the line i need to give my best today if instead of procrastinating that is one question and before i sleep i ask myself have i done justice if i didn't do i ask what can i correct how how can i correct and if i did i just pat myself clap for myself and i say good job and i will say let's give 10% more than what i have given today for tomorrow definitely deeply moving and as you just spoke about consistency i'd also like to add and ship in one more point here so there was this book i was reading the motivational myth and this was okay. the plot of the book that success leads to motivation leads to success leads to motivation and that's what exactly shruti told us here about being consistent that you have to work and then after that you will be automatically motivated to work even more and be more consistent and then the flow will be maintained exactly and i think 
once you start getting that success right as in success can be very small it can be very small maybe you have uh, let's take a student who is in sixth or seventh grade for them as of now success is getting full marks in their examination of course i say getting full marks is not you know it will not take you a long way after you come to your graduation but i'm just telling you for them for that age it is that of course i want to make a change bring a change that for them success should be finishing a book in one month i want to get that you know transition but for now let's say getting full marks in one subject is success for them it can be that small for a sixth class grade you know sixth yeah. grader but it doesn't mean if the person has got 99 on 100 it doesn't mean the person has been achieved he achieved so good that his efforts has given him that much and next time he should let you know he should give his next shot to his 100 on 100 like that's how it is right you cannot measure success if i earn 1 crore today i would have that oh i wish i earned 2 crores that will be there with me so you need to be satisfied for short term goals also shruti another thing that i'd like to ask you is that when we speak of self help another topic that comes up and right now it's even connected with what we just ended here is being grateful and being happy with what you have so can you tell us more about that how we can practice gratitude in our daily lives because that's some, it's very easy to complain again in our day to day life oh my wifi network is bad oh this happened oh that happened and now especially in corona it has again become extremely easy to lose sight of good things in our life so any advice for how a person can practice gratitude every day yes so um gratitude is something that will help you a lot of times because um i mean i don't want to talk much about myself but when i had been through toughest of times like depression and uh when i couldn't actually help myself and i went for help it is okay to ask for help right so when i went for professional help i just got one advice and i have been practicing it since then that is write a gratitude journal you don't have to keep writing every day before you sleep apart from the questions that i ask myself as i mentioned earlier i also write what am i grateful for that day it could be me you know me helping a dog who was injured it could be me just helping somebody cross the road it could be anything for that matter okay what am i grateful for and what is that one happy moment for the day it could just yeah. be my teacher saying you were a wonderful student it could say you know it could be me having an ice cream after one week it could be any small thing right the casual magic yeah the casual magic i just keep penning down and every one week every sunday i make it a point that i refer the whole journal from monday to sunday and see how many grateful things have happened in my life and how many happy moments i have lived as i keep practicing this i started feeling grateful for small things as well i was a person who was like until i get a lamborghini i wouldn't be happy with a you know let's say a maruti suzuki like that mindset but now i'm actually looking at a maruti suzuki and i'm happy that thank god i have this i will work hard to get my lamborghini right yeah. that's how the mindset changes living moment so by it, moment and being grateful it, for what you have yes exactly being grateful will be making you 
happy for the moment, which in turn will increase your efficiency, your productivity, and it will make you love yourself. And it will make you know it will help you become more effective at whatever you do. This in turn will make you see. If today I'm grateful for one thing, tomorrow I would be grateful for two things, right? So that's how it goes. The list keeps increasing. I'm loving this and, conversation. That how insightful it has been, and we have covered many topics, and we have dove deeper to each one of them. So I'm very glad I'm having this. And one more thing that I would like to add, probably this is a suggestion for a lot of. students or for people for kids like you know maybe in their teens as soon as it could be any day right i i do this from the new year okay i start this on my new year on my birthday something like that i keep a jar okay i take colorful sticky notes right or a roll of papers no small you know every night before i sleep or it could be in the morning i write a small note to myself on how how far i have come so far or it could be a gratitude thing or it could be a self love quote or it could be something that i am happy for myself anything for that matter anything it could be whatever makes you smile right i just roll it and i put it in the jar okay and on the 31st of december or on like my birthday is on 9th of feb so 8th of feb like whenever i started this year i started on 9th feb so next year 8th feb i read all 365 Notes for myself. Oh my God, that's like the perfect birthday gift to your own self. You gifted something that you made over a year. Yes. And that is like telling myself that your last year has been wonderful and amazing, Shruti. No matter how many lows you had, you have bounced back, and that shows your character. Also, there are daily learnings as well. Like, exactly. Like something that you learned every day. So three sixty-five learning, and it's very easy to forget no. them. But when you have written them down, and once you go. over them after a year that yeah. is very true and one more thing that i do is i write a letter to myself before the starting of a month on first saying by the end of this month i'm going to achieve these things or i want to do these things and this is how i'm going to do and i seal the letter i don't open it again at the end of the month i open it and i read it for myself and i would see how much i have come or sometimes i achieve more than what i've written sometimes i don't achieve but i will make sure that i will work on it for the next month even embracing that okay it's okay it's fine that i didn't achieve all yeah. the things that i had listed that i had listed yes even that's very magical that is more okay. important than success yes that is very important than success also another thing that i'd love to ask you for people who are just starting maybe starting a small youtube channel or maybe just how i started my podcast and this is the yes. first episode of it and for people who are starting small companies small non profits what would be your advice to them to achieve some feats or to work towards their goals because at the early stages it's again very easy to be disappointed because then you start comparing with your, um, yourself with other organization and with other people who are already at the top tier very true so um one thing firstly uh, to all those who have started and who are listening to this podcast congratulations on your very starting up and uh, i think you all deserve a huge clap a cheer and all the very best to all of you and uh, for the question that why we've asked you have done a great thing starting up than actually procrastinating to start up so this is one thing i appreciate and uh, the second thing that i would like to mention is um see keep short term goals keep small small things maybe 100 followers in a month or it could be 
you talking to a celebrity or a renowned industry expert from the same field like yours talking to them it could be a small small thing like this don't try you know i want to hit 1 million until then i won't celebrate you just started compare yourself or a person who's just starting cannot compare himself a cricketer who's starting cannot his journey and say oh i wish i was like him it is not possible because it took him years for him to become the ms dhoni that he is right now you cannot compare yourself to ms dhoni while just starting up right so the same thing so start celebrating small milestones put short term goals put short term targets that are achievable to put a time bound goal and believe in yourself believe in the motto on why you started up firstly you need to believe that so i started an initiative then why did i start it think about that why did you start it what do you want to achieve with this and work towards it let's not compare ourselves with somebody guys because the moment we start comparing we will start losing but the moment we start to strive become better and the moment we start to strive to become the best version on what we do without you even knowing within no time you will achieve a lot of things you will be surprised to see that and also one more thing on the competition that you have i'm just giving you one example if there are 10 people who have participated in a competition all 10 of them are winners you can either get the first prize or the 10th prize the judge who is going to give you prizes will give for the top 3 that the judge liked it's not that the other seven people are not good all 10 of you are winners in that matter so that is what i would like to tell uh you know don't compare yourself and you are a winner if you started keep following what you aim to do with your initiative or with your ngo or with your podcast and strive towards it and within no one no within no time the results success happiness everything will be coming behind you oh my god that was very deep again i would i would say shrutiya love to have you over for another podcast and we definitely need to do more segments of this because this is something that the youth of our nation in fact youth across the world needs and especially coming from another person who has been through these struggles who has started an initiative been through the ups and downs hearing from them it again is very inspiring and at the same time more constructive So thank you, so thank much. you I would love to be here again, YBB, because I think it. I would be happy to help as much as I can, and if my voice can help at least one person, I think that's a happy moment for me. Yes, definitely, and that's our goal with this podcast as well, to help people yes. rise up, to realize that oh my God, age is just a number. You can do wonders yeah. at whatever point you are in that life. So again, before uh, before ending this, I'd again like to say a quote that Shruti had said: "It's okay to fail, it's okay to fall, and it's okay to falter." Thank you, guys. That was our first episode for you talk. Thank you, Shruti, for being here.